Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, feel that whistling. That's some good whistling. Very good whistling. Whistlers must be sought after. Yeah, you would say you could make a career out of being a whistler. Dirty fucking whistler. Could be a, a woman's vagina whistling like that in the wind. You're saying that's a queef whistle? Could be a queef whistle. I don't know. Hey, everybody. It is the Danish. Hey, guys. Uh, this is Ryan O'Neill. Boy, Hey, motherfuckers. You thought I forgot about it. We're coming back for yet another episode of Danish o- and O'Neill. This is episode 17, I believe. Yes, siete for our fans in Latin America and Mexico. We have a huge Latin American following. And American fans who prefer Spanish to English, but this is an English podcast. You won't find a Danish and O'Neill on a Trump ballot because we are pro our Latino fan base. That's true. <laughs> but if you're Latino and you like Trump, maybe we'll uh, make an exception for you. I don't know. Yeah, we don't really care about your political affiliation. Yeah, this whole country's going to fucking burn to the ground in the next <laughs> 20 years anyway, so what does burn, it really matter? baby, burn. Disco Inferno. I got some shout-outs off the top. Get them out. Uh, under the Corrections and Retractions Department, Barbara <laughs> yeah. uh, sent me a memo. Troy Leatherman. I don't know I don't know if that's his last name, real last name or not. Leather, it could be. Oh, Leatherman. What is it? What nationality is Leatherman? Uh, I believe Native American. The they were Comanche leather tanners. Indian? Yeah, I believe. Leatherman? Could be... Uh, Leatherman. Leatherman? Leatherman? I don't know. Could be Chinese. Maybe he's a superhero who just wears leather chaps with nothing else. There's dick and ass hanging out. Don't uh, The chaps... Uh, They're actually called the chaps. I heard that on a uh, reality show once. Chaps? Chaps. Is that you getting your information from reality shows American now? Pickers. They pick oh. that cranky old Western guy. And he's like, they're chaps, damn it. They're shaps? That's what that guy pulled said. Pulled away a little bit. It seems it's pulled away. Something weird with the sound. It's Uh-oh. the carpeting. It's the carpets throwing us off. We're in the O'Neill Studios today. We're in the O'Neill uh, Convention Center. Anyway, Troy Leatherman, uh, he commented on SoundCloud, which I didn't even know was possible. It is. Uh, he said that the Walmart sausage story in episode 16 that we reported on uh, was from a satirical website. It was, in <laughs> fact, a hoax. Uh, should I find out who sent that to me? And, then and I think we should mention I'm their name gonna... and then uh, say that they're suspended in yeah. terms of reporting. Because I read, I like to read it fresh. I don't like to pre-read <laughs> most of these things. So right now, you're, Jeff is drinking out of a uh, uh, measuring, measuring cup. A Ryan O'Neill measuring cup. That's all I have to drink out <laughs> makes of. Me feel, I can see the amount uh, of water going into my body as it goes in. Uh like baking I'll a find cake. this guy and then we'll throw him under the bus. You take a it's look. Ridiculous. I'll, I'll give. Uh, I'll give. I'll do some more reporting here. Okay. Jack Bearcat is continue. He's he's gotten two more reviews. Oh, it's uh, a guy named. I don't know if I give his full name. Just give his first name. Andrew. Andrew, you fucked Not up. Not wit. You fucked up, Andrew. You're banned. You know, you're banned <laughs> for two weeks. You, you can listen. Yeah, please listen and tell your friends and leave a five-star text review. Please, but check your stories out. Or maybe he was trying to pull one over on the old Dan O'Neill. I don't know anymore. My yeah. world has been thrown into a loop. I don't know who to trust any longer. You're making us look like Brian Williams. and we're, We want to report the real factual news here. We don't. Yeah. We want to report on, on fat, uh, semi-professional athletes, which may be something we talk about later in the episode. It could be. Um, Jack Bearcat 
Dude, this guy's on a fucking tear. We don't know who he is. Uh, he he <laughs> send, us, send us a picture, please. He hasn't asked for any credit. No. At all. He doesn't need to. These people are giving him credit anyway. I'm going to read these reviews because Jack Bearcat deserves to be rewarded. One of them, uh, someone says he's an attractive man. This says this is a five-star review of Jack Bearcat. I haven't listened to the podcast, but Jack Bearcat <laughs> is a good man and deserves whatever Barbara has to offer him. Hey, I don't give a f- We would rather you do listen to the podcast, but if you don't, why not leave a review? Yeah. I like I like where Bearcat's head is right now as far as the game goes. He's, he's like, gonna, you don't fucking listen to it? I don't give a shit. You're a friend of mine? You want to be a, maintain friendship? Then you write the fucking review and Bear, you leave a five star. Bearcat's doing, he's on the ground. He's doing the work. This That's, guy, here's, Bear, here's Bearcat the dancers. One. Is Bearcat also a Native American or is he like go to Cincinnati? Think he's leather. That school's the Bearcat. He went to high school with Leatherman? I think he and Leatherman might be a two man crime fighting team bearcat and leatherman <laughs> bearcat send us your bio <laughs> so we know who we're dealing with here it's just bearcat and leatherman fighting crime uh the second one jack bearcat asked me to review this after buying me a long island at the bar he's cute too <laughs> <laughs> this guy we don't know who he is. This guy might just be going to bars being like, I'll buy you a drink if you leave a five-star review right now. I want to see it. I want to watch you do it. Who is this masked man? It's a, it's a real mystery. This guy's an iTunes terrorist. He's an iTunes icon. I love it. In my opinion. iTunes icon. <laughs> iTunes review icon. He really is. And then the last review I just looked at, we're at 131, three off our goal of 134. But once that we hit that goal, we're going to have a new goal. But anyway. Well, we're getting a cake, we're getting a cake made and say we just beat Andrew DeWitt. And, and then we're going to throw it in his face. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to we're going to make him look at it, blow out the candles and then we're going to from behind <laughs> smash the back of his head <laughs> and put his face right into the we cake. Love you andrew uh, i believe he does listen to the show <laughs> it's so weird that he listens to- <laughs> i think you checking what we're saying about him <laughs> hey andrew. our old boner city brethren andrew dewitt we're gonna have him on the show uh we don't know yeah. when but we will do it for sure here's the thing though now dewitt if we bring him a cake maybe we've just said this all as a plan so that andrew will never know what to do if we give him a cake are we gonna smash it in his face that's true Throwing uh, you for a loop, Andy. Who knows what's in there? Maybe there's trash in there, like we did with that famous pinata story with a That's buddy right. of ours. Anyhow, uh, Alan Scott left our 131st review. He claims... Well, wait, not actual. They, they don't have 131 written. Those no, yeah. Five well, stars. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, anyway. But it, it's, <laughs> either way. <laughs> Alan Scott left the, the latest review, I should okay. say. Most recent. He claims to be... The original Buffalo fan. O'Neal. <laughs> there's some turmoil in Buffalo That's right now. That's what's weird is that no other region is there bickering like Buffalo. Um, it's odd. No other region has been fighting like this. I think it's the cold weather there. It's something. Some I, chippiness. It, so he says he's the original Buffalo fan. He told them they can suck it uh, in terms of being <laughs> at the one slot. He has. A, he says he's the owner of a Boner City koozie. Whoa! Stickers and a Dude. shirt. Sticker, shirt, and koozie. The trifecta of Boner City. But did he see Danish and O'Neill when we were performing comedy there? I don't know. But nobody, nobody did except Bill Appler. Bill Appler. Yeah, Johnny High. Where were you? True Buffalo fact. is. This, they're coming on strong, but there is some dissension in the ranks. There has been a Jimmy Pitt sighting as well. Bill Appler, uh, comedy store legend, Jimmy Pitt. He's he went to the he was helium, right? Yeah, 
He went to the Helium Comedy Club in Buffalo. <laughs> he saw Big J Okerson, who's a friend of Ari Shafir, so like, you know, one removed from us, I guess. We see him. We've, we've seen him we around. We pass by. We don't, we don't speak to him. Actually, a fan, a female fan, I'm sorry, I don't know her name offhand, uh, her favorite podcast is his and his group of buddies and ours and wants a meeting of the minds to occur Whoa. at some point. One day. A West Coast, East Coast. Here's a little something about Danish and O'Neill. We're not super social, so even if we see you and maybe we're friends through, you know, we have a mutual friend that we're both good friends with, uh, there's a good chance that we're never going to come up to you and say, hey, how's it going, man? We won't, and you don't want to bother. You know, you just don't know how somebody's going to take it or what their mood is at that time, so it's sometimes it's best to let like, if it I don't even happens. know. Is that really the case? Because yeah. I don't know if it is. <laughs> it's just, we're like, I was trying to put a positive spin on it. <laughs> sometimes we're like, hey, should we go talk to him? Because we kind of know him and then yeah, it's whatever. like eh, forget it let's just sit over here but uh oh so he, bill appler saw big J, and he said the legend jimmy pidd comedy store legend was uh emceeing the show it's, which makes sense because big J and jimmy pidd they do have a similar sense of fashion similar like uh they like that's not it's not taking a shot at anybody i would describe their sensibility as 90s rock wear yeah yeah. Uh, they both enjoy, I think, heavy metal to harder rock. Yeah. Uh, and they dress appropriately. Both partake in uh, in some marijuana smoking, I believe, I can say. Uh, I don't know if it's legal in either place they are, but... <laughs> well, I don't think they're... I don't think, the, I don't think, the, I don't think they're... Uh, Any cops listening? I don't think they're the number one uh, suspects right Should now. Should we just do anything. a quick Jimmy Pitt segment while we brought him up? Yeah, have we talked about him before? Uh, I think we have in various, uh, but we've never like okay, done we've a complete, heard. comprehensive. James Pidd. Uh, uh, it's not name. actually James. His real name is Rodney Spooger. Uh, which we found out, because uh, when you work at the comedy store, the checks are put in, like at the time, they aren't anymore, in like a Tupperware... Uh, like a, what, we what still would, are, but you just aren't allowed access yeah. what to What would them? you call that thing, a box? Just the Tupperware bin. Like a Tupperware filing bin. And so you could you'd go through there, put alphabetically, and you would go through yeah. them looking for your own. So I'm but searching sometimes you're bored, and you just kind of like, or sometimes they would just have a big stack, and you'd have to. It wouldn't I be alphabetized. I think I think I was looking for my check, yeah, and then I run across uh, a check that says Rodney Spooger, and I ask uh, whoever was managing at the time, who the fuck is this guy? I've never seen him working here. And then I think it was Dean Gelber, and he's like, bro. He's like, that's uh, Jimmy Pidd. And I go, Jimmy Pidd's real name is Rodney Spooger, which technically I think it's... Rodney Smeda is his real name, but you you adapted it to Spooger. Spooger. And so then... Uh, which is a better name for him. And the better part of it is it, once I started telling everyone, he got pissed at me saying, don't call me that. Amen. Hey, don't it, tell people that and it, don't call me that. It that ain't it, my name, O'Neill. I ain't answering to that. But that's his, that's his legal name. That was his God-given name. That's his name. government name, yeah. as they would say in the world of hip-hop. And so, uh, that, so you started bringing him up on stage as Rodney Spooger. And at the time, which I he wasn't, threatened to fight you. I wasn't hosting, but Ari Shafir would bring me up just to bring him up. You were like, like some wrestlers have that. They have a person, like a person who takes the mic from the announcer. I'll do, like, you're not going to. Yeah, I do his intro. I'll do the intro. Yeah, but and so I, you were bringing him up as Rodney Spooger. And then he was threatening my life. He also was saying he wouldn't go up on stage, which really wasn't a penalty to you. <laughs> no, it was a penalty. Ain't going up there, O'Neill. You can do it. for him, but actually a relief for the audience. I ain't going to go up there. I ain't going up to that name. And so, uh, yeah, he said, you do it one more time, I'm going to punch you. I did it one more time, got no punch. 
And uh, but you were playing with fire because he did carry a large knife on him. But that wasn't the first time he had threatened me. When I first got out there, uh, I you know he was he was uh, he wasn't that great. No, I would say uh, that's putting it mildly. And so a few of us got together. We decided to break his spirit. <laughs> he had like a wild Mustang running through the grasslands. Was I, was I involved in this? I don't know. I think you you may have fucked, but there was a point where he said he was going to once again physically assault me because we were just breaking him down. I think Rick Ingram was involved in it. Uh, at that time, I think it's changed a bit now. Fran Lilac might have been involved at in that it time, there was... Um, it was almost like the Marines. If a new recruit came in, you, yeah. you you would break them down and then you would try to build them back up. <laughs> and some people didn't were unable to rebuild their no, themselves. they just leave and but Rodney Spooger, aka Jimmy Pidd, actually rebuilt himself into a slightly better comic. He's a guy who like, and I, I would say this to him. I wouldn't, you know, I, I've, we're honest to him. I would think he would never have. Two minutes of good material at that time. Yeah. And then, but when he became rebuilt and stopped taking things so seriously and kind of understood Got how- more comfortable, comfortable, looser, freer. And then, I mean, he's turned into a mediocre- Yeah. But he's way better than what he was. <laughs> he's way better than I ever would have expected. He thanked me at one point. When you've also gotten, what, two blowjobs? <laughs> yeah, I got him two blowjobs. So in both cases, you- verbally lashed out at a, a female Some in the drunk audience women who were being obnoxious one of them they left and they got in a limo to go on like a bachelorette party first they were complaining on the front patio about this guy who was me uh had insulted them so much and they were so pissed they were older yeah they were and, like old cougars yeah and so uh jimmy pitt decided to console them they invited him into the limo and uh, I think there was a, even a dude in there. I think they, yeah, they sucked. She sucked the D in front of this whole crowd yeah. of people in the limo. And then the other incident, similar, similar group, right? Yeah, it's some wild. This is, I think they were there. It was like seven thirty or drunk. something, eight o'clock in the at night. And maybe the light was still even out, like daylight. And so he, I, I somehow they made they they were fucking. All these people were making a ruckus. Like I didn't just go after them. No, I mean when there's and groups so, and especially. Uh, large groups of women usually are the worst. Yeah, and so then they're I, all drunk like that. I destroyed them. They go back out to the front patio or something. Pitt consoles them once again. They, they go to get, a bar. They ended up at a strip club. Is that where he went? I and think so. He got a blowjob in the bathroom yeah, there. It's either a bathroom or a, a strip bar, a strip club, either way. I think it was the bathroom of the strip club. Yeah, either one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah and so then, hey, O'Neal, you got me to two blowjobs, dearie. You can't complain about that. <laughs> so we squashed our beef. That was the, That's what brought you guys together. It was, yeah. Jimmy Pitt, uh, for a while, what we liked about him, too, is at the comedy store, when you're an employee there, you kind of go through an experimental phase, and he kind of... he took on to that and he started out with a where's the weed at uh opening that he would do where's the weed at that became his staple it became his, his uh, staple if he sold the t-shirt it would be a where's the weed yeah, at t-shirt it's his it's it's his i don't get no respect it's his catchphrase yeah it's his motto it's his get her done it's where the weed at <laughs> i don't know if he does it anymore to tell you the truth which is a shame well don't let the uh don't let the golden oldies go by the wayside Ari Shafir once when emceeing a show brought him up as the stupidest person <laughs> I've ever encountered <laughs> he was a master of crowd work though oh unbelievable he uh, would sometimes go into the crowd and he's, I remember one time he once he once like 
Because guys around there, you know, you still, there's a lot of de- downtime. So he would like though he was like, "Hey man, I'm gonna learn to do the crowd work. I'm gonna do it better than the Danish and O'Neill there. I'll show you how it's done." And so then we watched him, and uh, it didn't go so well for him. He uh, ran into some uh, foreign people. Were they foreign, or were they from somewhere else in the United States? I almost think it was like Canada or something. It was, you know, like foreign, but nothing yeah. crazy. He started out with like, uh, hey, man. hey, man, where are you from? The guy's like, Canada? And he goes, ain't never been there, ain't never going there. And then he's like, and then right next down the line, how about you? Where are you from? The guy's like, somewhere else. Sweet. I think it was like Sweden. He goes, yeah, I don't speak queer. That was, that was his comment to him, and then it was out. That, that was, was his four-way foray into crowd work, and uh, he he... Conquered it and he was done. I think he said, "I don't like doing that there." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we, yeah, and Jim, I think that's about all we have on Jimmy Petty. Left yeah, kind of was, under some turmoil. I don't really want to get into too much of it, but yeah, he was. It was, was real. There was an altercation. There was a bong broke over somebody's head. Uh, a la wrestling, a foreign object, pandemonium. Yeah. Oh, the pandemonium, oh, the famous Jimmy Pitt story. Yeah. Mac Lindsay, uh, we've mentioned him before. He was a bit of a wild card. He was a Texas comedian, a la funny guy, uh, like in the Bill Kinison kind of Bill or Bill Kinison, Sam Kinison, Bill Hicks sort of mole, kind he of was that outlaw crazy. He when he was on fire, he was great. Oh, he, he always funny, funny off stage as well, was, but <laughs> bit of a bit of a bit of a maniac, a little bit of a loose cannon. Uh, he let's say he tattooed uh, as many a razor blade funny. on his uh, Adam's apple on his neck. It's kind of an odd <laughs> choice, but hey, whatever. But uh, he started off as a bit of an enemy towards us. Became a good friend. Threatened to stab me with a knife, and uh, he threatened me as well because I touched his backpack. But um, he was working. Both he and Jimmy Pitt were working, and it was a sometimes the comedy still that have special. Oh, Mac was okay. So it was, it was like me, Mac, and Ingram who just did. did Destroyed Jimmy Pitt and then let him rebuild oh, he himself. Was part, the he was part. Oh, yeah. of it. He was. He was ruthless with Pitt. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was riding him real hard, yeah. putting him away wet. But so they when Mac when Mac got wind of somebody, he was relentless. Man, you could not. He was the one guy that I was actually afraid because you could never stop him. Uh, if he was going to heckle you, there's nothing you could say to him. When you could fight and him, he was quick witted. He was funny. He seems like the type of guy. If you fought him, he wouldn't care if you beat his ass. He's he the would, kind of guy. He would laugh. I he's think. Brad Pitt when he's getting the ass kicked at, uh, by the bar owner in the basement, where he's just like, "Give me more." Yeah, he would care. He's been through a lot. Yeah. But uh, so he was working with Pitt, and as we said, he liked to ride Pitt hard. Yeah. And uh, there was a special event in the comedy store, so it was open earlier than usual, and this had like some random celebrities and stuff. And Pid was like, he would get worked up over stuff like this. He would he took the job too seriously, <laughs> too serious. and guys would take it's advantage shocking. of that, yeah. which is shocking because he was a, he was a moron, a bit of a pothead. But I think uh, this is all he had. Lazy. He didn't want to blow it. Yeah. And so uh, I think Mac was started letting people in, or something happened, and Jimmy Pid just starts freaking out. And he's like, what's going on? It's pandemonium. He calls Dean on his phone. <laughs> the manager. And he goes, Dean, get down here. It's pandemonium. <laughs> and Dean's like, bro, what are you talking about? So from then on, Mac would always just start yelling, it's pandemonium to Pitt anytime just he saw him, which him. Pitt, I think, uh, got a little old for him. To bring this back, Jimmy Pitt, back to Boner City heritage, uh, Fran Lilac, which was a contributor to Boner City. Frandel. He... Uh, he was once performing on stage, and I was sitting next to Jimmy Pidd, and uh, 
Fran used to have a bit about guacamole. <laughs> and I told Pitt, I go. That was a long bit, by the way. Ask him about the guacamole bit. And so he kept yelling guacamole bit. Come on, do the guacamole. And you could watch it just boiling inside Fran. Just he was just, he, but he was like doing that. That maniacal laugh, like it wasn't bothering. He was like, "Is that fucking bothering me? Keep yelling it!" And you could see he was going crazy. And then finally, about eleven minutes in, he just fucking unleashed on Pid, and I was dying. I started crying, laughing because he went off on Pid, and Pid during this fucking uh, outburst, Pid just kept going. Hey, talk about the guacamole. Hey, man, when are you going to do the guacamole over there? <laughs> I had never seen anything like it, so. Jimmy Pidd, this one's for you. We hope you're well. Bill, I uh, hope you enjoyed Pidd's show. Support Jimmy Pidd at jimmypidd.org. <laughs> True comedy store legend. <laughs> um, and then speaking of, well, the, not speaking of that, but our new segment, uh, Prank Calls. We didn't really get a lot of feedback on it, but. <laughs> like it was. We thought it was going to change the world. We thought it was the world. what it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't. But uh, a while back, I don't know what episode, but it was when I was out of town, so it must have been in the summer, August, I would say. August 15th-ish. Um, we, I did some roving Y reports, which there'll be a Y report later. Hang on to your dicks. Get your towel out. Get your towel out. Get in the sauna. Get your shower nice caddy sweat. ready. And uh, I went to a Y where they had a, both a boys' changing room and a men's changing room, and we were baffled by it. I had never seen it before. That's cra- Yeah, it's crazy. There's really no need for and it. So but. you took it upon yourself. You did some journalists. Some investigating reporting. And uh, here's what happened, everybody. Reporting. Let's, let's take a listen to what happened on this phone call. It's Ryan O'Neill calling a gym, inquiring about men's and boys' locker rooms. Here we go. May or may not be a YMCA. Good evening, Jim. How may I help you? Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Um, I just had a quick question. Do you have, uh, like, a men's changing room and, like, a boys' changing room? Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, uh, what is the, like, basically, what's the difference? Do they have different accommodations, or is it pretty similar? Um, so, it just goes by age. So, it's, you know, the, um, it's the same accommodations except for the men's room has a steam room. Oh, it has a steam room in it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it is strictly by age? Uh, yes. Okay, basically, oh. I'm asking because uh, I'm, I'm kind of a smaller male, mm-hmm. and it makes me a little uncomfortable. I'm five foot two. Oh, okay. So I'm a little uncomfortable when I go in to kind of a, you know, a regular men's room because, you know, everyone's a little bit bigger than me. And I think I would probably be more comfortable if I went into, like, a boys' room where I'm around people that are more my size. Okay, so we have a family changing room you could use. Okay. Yeah, so and I don't think that you would be able to use the boys' room comfortably because it would have, you would have to be with a child. Okay, and are there, are there full-grown men in the family room? No, the family room is private. They're just private rooms. Oh, they're private. So I wouldn't. There wouldn't be other people around. Nope. Mm-mm. Okay, because I'm a little self-conscious. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't need. You know, I mean, I'm a I'm a short man, but you know, I mean, the rest of me, like my privates, are full grown. So I don't need like people. I think it looks funny on my body. People would probably point and laugh, and I don't want that. That's what I'm trying to avoid. 
Yeah. If if I brought like a child, can I go into the child the children's room or is that? I would, to be honest, I would. Your best bet is probably the family changing room. I would just stick with those. Okay, but if are are adults allowed to bring children into the children's room? Because I have a neighbor who has a six year old who would probably let me borrow the six year old if that helped me like gain entrance into the like the boys' yeah. room. I would just stick with the family changing rooms. I wouldn't go to that extreme. Okay, I'm saying if, if it's not a big deal, like to my to the neighbor, is that allowed? I mean, if it's not a big deal to the neighbor, but I, I personally, I, I would, I mean, and they do have, there is like changing stalls in there, so you wouldn't be like out in the open or anything. Okay, okay, so if I, if I got, well, if, so if I brought like a child, I could go into the, the children's changing room, right? Yeah. Okay, do you guys offer children? No. <laughs> That, that's not okay. But if, if if I like met a kid and we bonded at the place and then we both agreed to just like partner up. Um, so I, I can, I'm more than happy to give you over to my, oper- my director of operations because I don't have answers to these questions. Okay, yeah, that would be great. I just, I, I want to get to the bottom of this. Okay, hold on one second. <laughs> and then uh, they hung up on us. Yeah, that was. Uh, uh, I think the director of operations like, you any fucking mind? You're gonna transfer this call to me? What yeah, the fuck is wrong with you? So we're gonna find out if other. <laughs> what? There's gonna be more calls. Other coming. YMCA's offer. <laughs> We've kind of narrowed it down to maybe just calling YMCA's only <laughs> exclusively <laughs> to ask questions. I like that. All she wanted you to do was go in that family room. She was giving you that was, to her. She had the answer, but I don't even. It wasn't you. This five foot two man that you were no, portraying. I'm five nine. The five foot two man wanted into the boys' room so bad. He was really yeah. willing to try anything to get in there. I think the hardest part was you were holding a microphone there, but then I was you were laughing. laughing yeah, I was then laughing. I, it started making me laugh. You could hear a couple like, times you almost break. Uh, my voice was changing because I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> uh, the privates are full grown, which is a weird way to describe a uh, mature, uh, mature dick. <laughs> it's full grown. Well, you think that they would be in proportion to the size of the body, but not mine. Mine are the size. I have the genitals of a six foot five man. Another question uh, I have about this family situation locker room. I didn't know it was. Pro- I've seen people go in there. There's one where I go. Yeah. I've, I I didn't know. Maybe it's pure luxury in there. Have you thought about actually checking out the family area? Well, there's like a lot of kids and stuff. <laughs> Tell them to go to the. Oh, you don't have a boys' room. I don't know if there's room. a family sauna as well. <laughs> but um, what if you can, can you go, you go in, there? in there with like a girlfriend and just pound her in this private room? I mean, I don't know yeah, why you. No, would. I don't think so. No. I mean, yeah, you no, could. Can, can two adults, or do you need kids to go in there? Because they're sending <laughs> to watch in, you pound your girlfriend. No, but I'm saying there's, but they're sending oh. in this five foot two man alone. Like it just sounds. I think odd. it's anyone that's uncomfortable with going in uh, to an area. So say you're like, so you, uh, you don't want to be with other people, then you go in with the family. The fi- family area is the reject bin. It's like your families are the no- like what it's for. But and then, uh, most families just go if it's a dude and a kid, you know. There's like the but mom I think what, goes. No, but I think what if it's a mom and a, and a young boy, you know, like you send the boy in there, and make him become a man. You got any problems? I always think it's Ask weird. A gentleman that's getting changed. I always think it's weird when you're in a public restroom and a guy brings in like a seven year old girl and the guy's like a man 
I think it's weirder when they're like 13-year-old girls they're bringing in there. You've seen a 13-year-old girl? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't have a problem if the kids like can't clearly can't go to the bathroom by themselves, but I do have a problem when it's... I mean, when I was a kid, they just sent me in the bathroom. From, I don't I remember an age when someone was walking me into the bathroom. I still get walked in every now and then. <laughs> just for old time's sakes? Yeah. No, I think I think you just send the kid in, man. Just go, hey. Yeah, yeah I mean, I guess. Don't yeah. touch the fucking toilet seat with your hands i remember growing up uh there was the movie theater we always went to it was in this a bit of a rough and tumble city that bordered my town or it was like a couple towns over and i i'm almost positive uh there was like a someone had like cut holes in the uh stalls in the partition like the, glory holes not glory holes but i think like eye holes for like <laughs> to look at those d's and so there was like a con I remember they got what? sealed up so there's some guy in the fucking stall watching guys at the urinals no like from one stall to the next I think I, I, I the can't, partition oh yeah I can't fully so you're rec- just gonna watch a guy take a shit at eye level or just if a guy is pissing I don't know I, I can't fully rec- I remember something of the sort but I can't give a full uh it's a, when we were little kids, my mom used to take us to this Mexican restaurant, Casa Gallardo's. It was in Maryville, sh- Indiana. Shout out to Casa Gallardo's. It's no longer there. So Gallardo we sounds like a fat teacher at a school. Like could be Bob Gallardo. Maybe it's why there was their their mascot was a fat teacher <laughs> with a protractor sitting out in the parking lot uh, and a sombrero. Like when you pull up, it's on the top. Of he's the measuring a burrito with a protractor and he's a sombrero on. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so we used to love, and I don't know why, but I think it was only this place that we'd hear it. But we were little, we'd go to the urinals, and we would always make sure like we would be on opposite ends, and so that. <laughs> While we were pissed, there would always be like an adult who would rip a huge fart, and we would die laughing. I mean, it, would, it like made our week. I remember uh, as a kid that I died laughing when a guy farted because a lot of like, as an like when you piss, you a lot of people yeah, fart. You rip. Other men, not do, me, but other people. Do. Yeah, some people do. In case my girlfriend's listening. <laughs> hey, Barbara, too. But like that, like we would hang out in the bathroom, like we would. We would, would you really pull up lawn chairs. Yeah, we would stall because we would want to hear somebody rip a huge fart. I remember in there. I laughed at one, and the guy looked at me and gave a "Hey, if you can't do it here, where can you do it?" <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken. And I, I mean, I really no comment, but to me, it was still amusing. I, I didn't really. Well, as a kid, your farts are fine, but they're not middle-aged man farts no they're not that's another huge. that's your assholes has been destroyed by years of bad food. They're not huge rippers. And, You've you have flabby ass cheeks. I mean, there's a whole new sound that comes with that. <laughs> you may be wearing uh, no undies or loose fitting tighties to get better acoustics. I, some people didn't appreciate it, like because uh, we would cry laughing at the urinal, like almost to the point where we're falling. <laughs> were on you the like high fiving? Was it like a deaf comedy jam? <laughs> like we got the fart we came here for. Now <laughs> yeah, it's time like to you're leave. like it was like guys on the on like who like, watch like big high school basketball players when someone dunks and they're like high stepping and they're going crazy. <laughs> In our heads we were doing that, but we tried. To remain calm other laugh. Then would you Sometimes, leave once you got it? I mean, usually, hopefully, usually this place was pretty packed, so there would be almost like a line for urinals. So you're pretty destined to hear one. But you know, if we didn't hear, we'd be disappointed. But when we got it, it was the just old, gold. Was it only at this place, or like you know? It's the only place I remember. I don't really remember. I think it was that Mexican food. I'm really sure. getting the farts flowing. Yeah, these guys are probably on dates, holding them up. 
And then they're like, I got to go piss and just try to release as much as they yeah. can. I just, there's one specifically I remember that was just, I, I'm sure this is just my. It young, was like a life changing. It was like a young brain reminiscing and maybe it wasn't as good as I thought it was. But I think this was like the hallmark of all farts. This is like, this was the fart that you always want to achieve. You want to hit that level. For me, you can't, I don't think you can beat uh, a fart in terms of life. Uh, hearing farts in terms of I'm, no, I'm thinking in terms of school a school oh, a, nice, a school fart? a nice school interruption loud ripper oh yeah <laughs> would make me laugh for about I'd say five to ten minutes if I have one regret I, I never did I was always that's I, the thing if but there's hot chicks in there but if I have one regret uh, in my youth is that I didn't rip farts you know how I when I go out now yeah I, I'll rip huge farts in mixed company. <laughs> Just to either clear a room out, or because it's funny in the particular but situation you, I, that I we're in. I haven't seen you really rip a whole lot in front of women, though. No, I still have some but class left. I'm saying school, though. No, That's, I know, but I feel like I wish I was a kid and would have gone like sharpened my pencil during like a test that just ripped a huge fart. I mean, there there was this they would w- kick you out. Those no, kids I, I did saw it. kids ejected. They're like, get the fuck but out of here. But then they would always claim like they couldn't help it. But. How can you punish someone for a fart? But I think I think though it's like what kind of commie society. It's is like this? in old school when they when he does the earmuffs and Will Ferrell starts uh, swearing excessively. He's like, "Don't celebrate it." There's a difference between like having to do it and the celebration of like you lift the ass, you cock it up. So I think if they saw that, they didn't want Harlem Globetrotter farting. They just want like if you have to, let it rip. I wish I would. No teacher. I don't think I've ever seen a teacher even smile. Like never even. I guess you say, dude, they're our age. You gotta. They gotta be talking to teachers' lounge like this kid ripped a huge. Fart. I would be like, I would have to turn around to the chalkboard and be like. Guys, come on. But then like be dying laughing with my back turned. <laughs> I wouldn't even say, guys, come on. I would just say, let's all laugh. <laughs> all right, back to business. Good ripper. Nice work. I think if you did that, it would take away the forbidden, you know, the yeah. forbidden fart fruit of it. Why are farts forbidden? <laughs> why are they so... Why do they got such a bad rap? Fart faux pas. It's crazy, man. Yeah, I remember this one kid. Uh, I don't know if he could fart on command, but he could churn them up pretty good. <laughs> And he would just rip them like pretty thoroughly, and I, I did see him ejected from uh, more than one class for it. That's great, but that's almost reward. It's like a reward. Like you think he want? He's like fuck. What yeah, do you do? Call the- your parents? <laughs> like well, he's farting. We had to <laughs> kick him out of school. His father though was uh, a bit aggressive, so going home he might get a uh, get a, get a hand to the, a hand hand to the ass, uh, or I don't know, some maybe something else. You punch him in the stomach to get all the farts out. I don't know. His father was aggressive. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Looking at my stories here, trying to figure out uh, which way to go. I got a lot on here. While you do that, I want to read a very touching email that I got. Is it going to bring us to tears? It might. Well, let's see. Okay, so this is from, uh, let's just say John. Dear John. So he emailed me the other day. And he said, I'm writing to share an anecdote that I realized last week that I thought you would enjoy. I'm a big fan of Dan Bilak, and I remember you being a regular contributor on his podcast. It's nice of him to say. (laughs) Anyway, he said, I recently broke up my marriage of five years. Well, sorry to hear it. I don't know if it's good or bad news. He's like, the way I did this was during a disagreement we were having by telling her in a defeated sort of manner, I don't want to do this anymore. This led to a more serious conversation that eventually led us to agreeing to break up. Interesting part is that the sentence I said to her seemed familiar 
I hadn't planned on saying it, but it sort of just came out. For about two months, it bothered me, as I knew that sentence was from a movie or something that I had seen or heard before. I imagine it was from some Cameron Crowe movie or some dramatic moment in a film. Almost famous? Where a good-looking yet defeated individual finally gave up. I had asked friends and Googled the quote to try to figure out where it came from, but I couldn't figure it out. Then it hit me last week. I had ended my long-term relationship with the most special person I had ever known, the same way you ended Boner City, USA. Something about the way you said, I don't want to do this anymore, stuck in my head. And now, one of the most emotional moments of my life is linked to that podcast. (laughs) (laughs) thought you'd think that funny. I do think it's very funny. He said, uh, if we ever make up to Portland... Uh, he, Maine or, or, or Oregon? Uh, I'm assuming. That up, I guess. Uh, what is, what yeah. does it mean, Washington? If you uh, ever make it. Well, he says ever make it to Portland. I'm assuming it's Oregon. Uh, he is going to show us a good time. He manages a bar. They got 50 beers on tab, which I would like to try all of them. Well, uh, good luck to you. I think either, That's you know, funny. if you, if you, if you, if you whether you ended or it gets ended on you, I think a divorce is probably a tough thing. Uh, best yeah. of luck to you. And if you need any advice, Dr. O'Neill's here for you. I'm you have his email, obviously. <laughs> uh, great, I just looked at my tail. T- speaking of Washington State. Yeah. I just looked at my email and saw something unbelievable. Uh, Jerry McFly, I'm going to assume that's not his real last name. Any relation to Marty? Uh, I don't know, but he does have a relation. He said, I'm listening to an old BCUSA, Boner City USA episode, and I hear you guys talking about Matt Roloff. My dad went to high school with him. Shut the fuck up. No way. (laughs) If you don't know who Matt Roloff is out there, he was on one of our favorite all-time shows. It's called Little People, Big World. It was on TLC. Yeah. It was about uh, a little person who married- In Matt, a big world. His name was Matt Roloff. He married a little person named Amy. Yeah. And uh, they had three regular-sized kids, one little person child. Their oldest were twins, uh, one full-grown and one little person. Yeah, a little person. That's a, that's a real Danny DeVito, a twin One situation. hot daughter named Molly. Eh, she was like 12 when we watched it. But. Dude, I've seen her later episodes. She's like <laughs> 15 now. No, she's 18, I think. So, Jerry, if you if your father would be willing to take a phone call oh. on the show, it would really be a dream come true <laughs> to hear what a young Matt Roloff was all about in high school. Our Danish and O'Neill, if we ever go on vacation together, which will be kind of weird, <laughs> our dream vacation, would we go during Halloween for pumpkin patch time? Yep. To go to the Roloff Farms pumpkin patch. Matt Roloff, he, uh, he, he always wore a red sweater for some reason. It was his patented look. He has like a gray bouffant Joey Buttafuoco style haircut. He had hand-carved crutches. Uh, these little wooden crutches that look like they're from the 1960s. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why there was nothing better for him to use to walk. And uh, hella, a guy like, I'll give him this. He was like a dreamer. He like would do all these crazy schemes and he scams. He was a goddamn entrepreneur. This guy had serious cash. And... Uh, and he, but he got a DUI, which he weaseled well, his way out of. He didn't get, didn't he? Well, uh, he was he was allegedly pulled over for a DUI. He was swerving. Well, he was pulled over, but he for claims, an alleged. He DUI. claims his little person pedal was uh, a different yeah. pedal than he was accustomed to. He'd been boozing. I think it up. he. Well, allegedly, allegedly. Uh, 
This is Matt Roloff. <laughs> Remember that video we used to watch? This is Matt Roloff by my fucking dirt. <laughs> we never got, I don't ever knew what it meant. No, I, don't, I think this is that he was always selling bullshit. I guess. He uh, was in like farmer tainment or something. Didn't he call it well, that? It's, yeah, it's a, it was like a, it's a new industry now. It's like you set they, up a fucking slide They on built your farm. a trebuchet. Uh, the trebuchet almost killed his goddamn son. Yeah, it was basically a giant catapult. That launched pumpkins, which is also a new big industry. And uh, the thing like went crazy and hit uh, their beloved family friend and soccer coach, Mike, in the head. Like, knock, he got like yeah. stitches and then hit the, the sun hospital. as well. Yeah. It was a great show. If you, uh, ca- it might be on Netflix. I don't know. Haven't looked for it, but go back and watch it. I'm waiting for real a moving Roloff stuff. They, by the way, they're divorced now. Yeah, he's single if you're looking yeah, to fuck. Yeah, he's single and looking to like, fucking eat your pussy. <laughs> Every year on the show, they would go to this little people conference that was like of this oh, organization. No, I, I think they were... I, I feel like they were more than every year. Oh, it was like biannual? I, f- I think the big one, but they would go to like, I, f- I thought they were spread out all over the place. So they would go to these hotels and it would be like literally hundreds of little people. Yeah. All horny as fuck. And like this is literally where they all, because they're all, you know, they're all in different states, but like they're all together and like this is their shot at these chicks that they've been looking to fuck for years and it just seemed like it was some crazy shit. They also had athletic tournaments that, yeah. like, it was a real crazy atmosphere. Wasn't there one in San Diego? And we were like, we got to go down there. We were thinking just... about it, I think. Because but... those, the chicks down there were crazy horny. Well, I wasn't looking to bone any little people, but. I mean, what, you know, with good face. Although you could go in up. there and really dominate if you, I guess, wanted, if you were, if height was their thing. Yeah, I'm sure there's some dude. There's definitely guys that are going down there that are just there to clearly fuck little. Well, people. some guys are in that's full like, size people. I'm assuming a fetish. No, <laughs> it's definitely a fetish out there. Because well, at Bridget the, cat the house, midget, yeah, cat house, Bridget the midget, at uh, the it was actually the place that Lamar Odom or owned by the same guy yeah. where Lamar Odom was found. They remember, a midget worked there, and guys were like, well, remember then the father-son wanted to fuck one of them, right? No, the HBO show, the guy goes, I want a black girl, and I want the little person, because he's like, I want to mark two things off my list. What a fucking scumbag. Placing like a black woman and a midget, like, these are two freaks I want to fuck. <laughs> like a real scumbag racist fuck. <laughs> what a fucking he, he, It was odd that he was wearing a white robe uh, into the... <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck goes, hey... Great. Why don't you film me and put it on HBO? I'll be sign fucking the re- these fucking hookers. I'll sign the release. Yeah, this is great. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> what? Uh, where are we at on the time? Oh, we got time. So I got a wire report. Minutes. Oh, I got to get into the wire report then. Why? We got to do it. We, you've been building it up. Been teasing it. I, uh, I've been saving this one for a while. I read a book about Mickey Cohen. He's a famous gangster of uh i don't forget what time period i want to say i thought it was like the 30s 40s around then early la he was uh, a short dude former professional boxer and they said he was a bit of a badass not a great boxer but they said he could take a beating they said the only thing that you could use to defeat him is if you're taller was just to hold his head with your exactly (laughs) but uh i think he's you know he's not afraid to kill some people with guns either um, the interesting thing about the book is that Mickey Cohen, a lot of his, most of his gangster career was in Hollywood. So at that time, Sunset Boulevard with like the, uh, Marmont where John Belushi died. Yeah. Uh, that was a big like hooker den and gangster hangout. But anyway, they said, uh, he had a key meeting with Bugsy Siegel in the Hollywood YMCA steam room. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> do they have a plaque where they I, two of them sat? I, you would think that you would commemorate that. Is it is it roped off? Is there a section that has a velvet rope? I've been in this a team drippy, room, sweaty velvet rope a few times. I did not see any commemoration of that. But you would think that you would celebrate that that happened in the facilities. Do you think there's been a lot of other like very memorable meeting actu- of the minds? In I these? actually, it's ironic. We, I wasn't even going to report on this because it's not that interesting, but it does relate. <laughs> uh, I heard a guy, there's like every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, there's like this exclusive swim club, and they close the pool down from <laughs> oh, 1230 to 130 to do like this team swim. And I've actually been asked to do it by like their leader who's this... Either South African or Australian guy. Does he look like William Zabka? Uh, no, but he looks very much like, he's like pale, you know, like a, yeah. people from that, those two places, you can kind of tell that they're. Yeah. So I, he wears a Speedo. has a bit of a Chuck Liddell MMA solid gut, but he's like, he's very good swimmer. I've seen him. But Jeez. he's asked me and I'm like, eh, I'm, I'd rather. Have you, ever, have you ever jumped into the pool while he's in a lane to just no, see I mean, what he's got? No, because they rent the, they have the pool to themselves. He never just shows up by himself. No. So do you watch these guys swim? So I used to. I like used to go right at one thirty to get into the oh, pool so when you it was fresh. I would see the tail up. end of the workout. There's like one chick, and then they all go into the hot tub after as like a team. And sometimes How many people it's like, are there. Sometimes it's like ten deep. I'm serious. How many people does this hot tub hold? Prob- Comfortably, I'd say not that many. Jesus. And so uh, one of the guys who's always there was talking to another guy, and this guy must be like OG Hollywood Why He was saying how back in the, or unless he's like read up on it, he was saying like back in the day, it was like a big spot for like Hollywood industry. And it was like a real like, he's like, there the was a, why? He was saying, was there yeah. no other gyms? I guess at that time, he was saying like there used to be a beautiful lobby, like we pointed over to this area of the <laughs> locker room. This was an exclusive room that only certain people could come into. Oh. It was like VIP. VIP Y section? And he goes like there was nice chairs and there was a TV. And he said like, he said it's changed. He goes, I feel it's gotten away from what you want. I think he wants the exclusive Hollywood uh, this royalty fucking ridiculous. Yeah, this guy misses the old days. The guy's rubbing out. You could rub elbows with Spielberg. <laughs> Yeah, well, Spielberg well, you're taking out the sauna. <laughs> they say S- Spielberg got the idea for ET in the sauna of the Hollywood Y. Oh yeah, you know I knew a guy who was in the <laughs> in, a, in the jacuzzi and actually had George Lucas tapped him on the shoulder and be like, "Hey, you be how much longer are you gonna be? I'd love to get in there." I got four things that happened most recently because I, like I said, I have a backlog, but these four things are fairly fascinating to me. Okay. I don't get why anyone else enjoys this stuff. I to me, this is place is just a fucking walking freak show. So I walk in, and I've described before. There's like a a mini pool next to the pool I swim in. Wait, there's a mini pool. The mini pool is like I think it's five feet deep everywhere, and that's where like a lot of oh, kids yeah. like like I think const like anyone can go in there. It's like a no holds bar. Do they have a crane to lower people in from the they wheelchairs? They do, I think, in there. Um, I've seen parents and kids in there. I've seen people doing like what like you know kind of like running in the you know that sort of stuff in there. So I see this guy, and I look, and I'm like, did I do what was that? Because like when you walk through this hallway, you can look in the window. I'm like, that, that looked weird. So when I went back to shower, because I put my stuff down, go shower, and then come back. Yeah. So when I went to shower, I walked through that side room just to see what, if what I thought I saw. That's a former VIP Hollywood area. So I see this dude, this old dude, who's somehow anchored a fucking weird, like almost like a hitch on a trailer into like the side of the pool. And he's tied himself up to this thing with rope. 
Do you think this is is this is this his own creation? It is his own creation because I've gone in since, and the hitch thing isn't even. I don't even know what it was attached to. Do you think that he spent like years digging a hole in the side of the pool? I have no idea. I swear to God. So this guy's tied up with ropes to this fucking. So he's swimming in place. In place. He has a snorkel on, so he's not breathing. Why does he just swim laps? But he's doing the shittiest doggy... Like, it's almost like he can't swim. Like, he's being held up by... Like, doing the worst doggy paddle. Like, I swear to God, his arms aren't coming out of the water. He's just, like, (laughs) going like this very slowly. And I look... I looked... Because I looked back over my shoulder to look at him again. Because I was just befuddled by this thing. And I see this female lifeguard. I couldn't tell if she just happened to be laughing or just laughed that I was so befuddled. She starts dying laughing. (laughs) I mean... this is a sight to behold. This guy's tied up. Why doesn't he just swim laps? He looks like a dog, like digging a hole. He's tied up to the fuck. It was bizarre. I understand if you have a uh, a pool that's only like four feet by four feet, but why? You have a whole pool. Just swim it. That's the whole point of it. You well, don't need to tether t- yourself. This isn't a lap. I, I, I don't know. This I'm, is not like a stationary thing. If I see him again, I may have to inquire. I was like, I just didn't understand. You should cut the rope. Well, he doesn't see what happens. He'll just take off. (laughs) He'll hit the wall. Dude, he wouldn't take off. He's swimming so slowly. So so that was that guy. I wonder. That's weird. Yeah, find out. Dude, this guy. Dude, he brings all that equipment. There was like a toolbox type. Like he had like stuff. He had rope. (laughs) He had the fucking, the thing to hook him, the the metal thing. I don't even know where it went. There was nothing there to attach it to. He may have been like building this thing for years. Uh, Congratulations, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's an, maybe he's working on an invention. What rope and fucking maybe a hook? A, no. What if you have a tiny pool and you don't have uh, a like a lap pool? You know the one that yeah, like a tread like that. Dude, this, you you may have just seen <laughs> this guy might be on Shark Tank. <laughs> he might put himself he might in be a, a literal, goddamn inventor. He might put himself in a literal shark. He's just tank. a terrible swimmer. He's just trying to see if this works. So the uh, uh, recently, this is all recently. I walked into the showers. And uh, there's two shower sections. Sometimes I go to the there's one that's a less used usually. You like, are, sometimes you go to the one that's more used. No, well, it depends. Like I'll see which one's less used, and I go to that. I try to go to that one. Okay. If it's not too inconvenient in terms of where I'm going in there, I would just shower when I got home. I just like to. I go in the sun. I'm all sweaty. I want to put clothes on. I would jump back in the pool. It's it's a lot of work. Why don't you just shout? Yeah, I, I would literally rinse jump off. in. The, I, sh- I rinse off for like a minute and I'm done. Oh, okay. I'm not. I'm not, not a big fan of. There's something about staff infections that just. Well, I wear. Sh- I, wear I just, just the whole thing skews yeah. me out. So anyway, uh, I walk in, and something directly in front of me just catches my eye, and I wasn't going looking intentionally at this guy's wiener, but I saw a strange discoloration on this guy's dick that I swear was reddish-brown electrical tape at the base of this guy's penis. What? I'm serious. This is not a joke. They don't make reddish-brown electrical tape, do they? It's all black. Or like tape. Just tape. You think he taped his dick? Oh, maybe to prevent chafing. Either that or I thought it may have been some sort of injury. Like maybe it was medical. Cut his dick off. I don't know. I dude, it was bizarre. It looked like a fruit roll up almost because I saw the. Sh- sh- I didn't stare. I literally looked. So it was not a skin discoloration. I it don't was... know for sure because I literally I didn't stare at the guy's dick for five minutes. Did it look I... like Seymour Butt's dick? What's his dick look like? Like a calico cat. What? You can Google it. His dick or the cat? He has like a psoriasis. Uh, 
Uh, Does it look shiny? He's like psoriasis or something. Does it look shiny? I don't know. This looked almost like he had wrapped seaweed around his dick. Like it was a shiny... I don't know. To to this point in time, I have no idea what it was. That's... It was very odd. Do they make dick wraps to prevent injury? If anyone out there can can report on this, I don't know what... Is there an... Like, what do you think? Maybe surgery? I don't know. Did you see him... What sort of sport did you see him engaging in? I saw him just Just in the shower. I saw him looking to have his dick wrapped. I was going to say swimming, maybe, to prevent chafing, but... Who wraps their dick, though? Bob Epervaya <laughs> wraps the toilet paper. So there's that guy. I'll by stay laser. tuned. If I see him again, I'm not going to ask him about it, but I'll, I'll try to get a look. Pretty crazy. Uh, there was that. And then uh, the other day I walk into the sauna. Maybe where... that guy's an inventor and he's <laughs> maybe inventing he the... some sort of cock. Maybe it was the same guy. Cock necklace or maybe cock he, sweater. Maybe he was tied up by his dick. I don't know if that's going to be. Maybe. <laughs> so the other day I walked into the sauna and I see something I've never seen in all my years of, of sauna use. I see a man sitting on the floor, which is beyond oh, disgusting. Jesus. Bare-assed? No, but he's on the floor in a place that people, you sweat. That's what you do in here. And so sweat is all over that floor. Oh. I, I literally was like going to puke. What kind of shorts? Just like basketball shorts. Oh. No shirt. He's no getting, shoes. Oh. On the goddamn ground. Why? I have no idea. I was like, maybe the heat, but like... Were there a lot of people in there? No. It was me, <laughs> this jacked black guy who's like literally in his mid-50s and is like shredded, jacked, like legit shredded, like bodybuilder jacked, uh, who teaches a class there, I believe. And he and this guy were buddies, and they were talking. That guy was on the upper deck next to me, and then that was it. Three of us. That's it. Three people, and this guy's on the floor. I was like, I was gonna literally going to puke. Like It was hard to That's even concentrate. Disgusting. And so then these guys are talking. You got to burn those shorts. You got to burn your body. It's fucking gross. All of it. That's why I don't. That's why I don't go to that sort of garbage. <laughs> I go to the park. You literally. I think you might be better sitting in a, a bathrooms, a public bathroom floor, than in theirs floor. Yeah, because it's humid. You know, it's like just you're a better off ground. going to a truck stop and crawling behind the toilet <laughs> and drinking the water. So these guys are talking, and it seems like they have kind of some sort of you know like. They, they know each other and it seems like the younger guy on the floor goes to the older guy for like advice and he's talking to the guy and he's like it's uh, decided man i'm going to leave her it's over <laughs> jesus and i'm just sitting there like i'm a third person you're just like this is kind of heavy yeah and the guy's like hey man i've heard it before don't waste your breath on me don't waste the oxygen on me you got to tell her <laughs> and then he's like she's pregnant I'm going to do it. And the guy's like, well, you know. <laughs> he's like, she's pregnant. Time to backtrack. He's like, you. Why would this guy leave this vital piece of information out? Well, he goes, it, well, he also said before that, he's like, you brought two lives into this world. You got to think these things through. And he's like, I'm doing it now. And he's like, well, she's pregnant. You may not. This, oh, man, this is. And he's like, didn't really know what to say. He's like, there's other people involved here. You can't be hurting other, you know, you got to, this is a delicate situation. He's like, what you're going through, this is a tenuous position. I was like, what the what fuck? What the fuck? So this guy's been- So sitting on the floor of the sauna wasn't really his worst problem in life right now. But no, a guy that abandons two kids and then knocks up another lady and breaks up with her, that's the kind of guy that does sit I, on the I floor I believe this. I got the, the impression sauna. this was his third kid with this one woman, but I could be third wrong Third kid, that. no, but then he would have probably been 
less that guy would have been less apt to say if she already had two kids it'd be the same as she's pregnant he just said i'm not dealing with this shit anymore he did, i didn't i don't know what she did to him i have a feeling it probably wasn't much consider this guy's attitude towards everything <laughs> he sits on the floor of a sauna he clearly uh, doesn't give a fuck about anything every time i wake up the oatmeal is room temperature and i cannot take it anymore maybe he gave her a disease via sitting on the floor of the sauna oh that's just yeah so guy. uh good luck to that guy um and then lastly, uh, I think just yes, the day yesterday, no, was it yesterday? No, day before yesterday, I saw a lady swimming. Uh, she's like in her 40s. She had a wedding ring that I noticed. Attractive. Uh, not particularly. Thin, but like just a plain older woman. Yeah. Uh, she's swimming with, uh, I noticed her bathing cap. It was uh, gray, white, and black camouflage. I don't know what... <laughs> version that is <laughs> wait like desert camouflage is that gray white or, and black it's snow i think oh yeah it? no that's snow yeah 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 so that's snow, snow so here's what it is so who's wearing uh, no but here's that's not even the worst part the front of it is the shark's mouth open with teeth the body of it is the snow camouflage then there's like a two to three inch shark fin on the very top of her head <laughs> so this where did she buy this? Did she make this at home? I was like, is this lady seven years old? Like, did who she says- make it? She retarded? I was like the only, no. But she did give me have fun, like a very odd have fun, like because I was getting in the water. She was oh, this lady out. loves that. Yeah, you, she clearly loves that fun oh, with she's that having fucking fun. cap on. She's having fun. My thing is like, you. I would only it's wear kind, that. Isn't it going to break the, create resistance in the water? I think she just loves the fucking good times of it. <laughs> she'll, she'll. Sacrifice her lap times. Just she wasn't fun. a very good swimmer. I, I looked at her. I mean, obviously, if you're wearing that, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and you're probably not going to be the best. I don't know. <laughs> Who makes it? I don't know. Dude, you should have said, hey, that's a great cap. Dude, because if you did that, that's all she wants. And I would have been standing on the fucking deck of this pool for about an hour. And, and every she, time you she see told her. me about novelty swim cash, probably selling them out of her fucking car. Oh, you like it? Would you like one? I have one that looks like a fucking elephant. It'd be great for you. And every time you see her, she's going to be like, you got to get that cap. <laughs> or like she would give it to me off her head and then I'd be forced oh, to wear it. Oh, she would buy you one as a present. <laughs> And then she'd be like, and then Just, you'd have to she's wear going it. going there at all times. You'd have to wear it. Yeah. Oh, or terrible. she'd leave it for the lifeguard. Give the picture that she drew of you <laughs> in Cran. I mean, you could describe me, and I think they would know who I was. So I go in there a good amount. And lastly. Dude, what are you going to get on? Like, some of these guys, I feel like, don't go there even as much as you, but they're on first name basis with the staff. Dude, what are you going to fucking break that barrier? Like we said at the beginning. <laughs> we have a, a, <laughs> break the barrier. We have a penchant of not, you know, I'm not the friendliest guy. and it, I'm, I can be quiet if I don't know people, and I prefer it that way. I mean, I've gone to places for years. Remember, we went to a pizza parlor. Where the For chick years. had huge bombers. She still works there. Oh, she ten, was ten years. Dude, I went that. in there recently, looking better than ever. She, tits like tits got younger. The tits don't and age. Bigger and firmer. <laughs> it's unbelievable. She's got she's got Benjamin Button titties. They, I mean, they came out old and huge, and now they're dude. just as huge and young and firm. It's unbelievable. She's like twenty five. She was there. She was probably like eighteen when we started going in now. There. Younger yeah, than that, she's probably sixteen. She was eighteen. She's probably, dude. She's we, probably we, we thought twenty seven years old now. We thought that her we've been going there twelve years. I believe her father owns it. That was our theory. I think it's an uncle, uncle or somebody, a relation owns it. She was always in there, 
And there was this young buck. A young it. buck who was trying to bone her. And she could tell. It felt bad for him because the old man, who was her uncle, Wrote would berate this kid. In front of us. Oh, uh, in front of her as well. And he'd, he would ride him. Because I think... He yeah he knew that he was trying to fuck the girl but he was also a good worker he was a good worker but very this, polite on the phone the old man that wasn't having it guess what we will be going back to that pizza place because I'm moving a block away and uh, we never said hello to the we would say hi but we never there's never any like what's your name but she like over she the knew year, who we were yeah. and I, when I saw her recently. She kind of looked at me like, where have I seen you? You know, like, <laughs> oh, you're you're still around. The place is decorated in the most bizarre fashion. Not anymore. No. No. It used to be nothing but knickknacks and trinkets on the wall. And they, they, everything was for sale. They had plaques that were <laughs> acronyms that would say like, Religious glad, and it would be it. like, give, love, advance, and desire. Like, it, it just literally everywhere you would be desired be like and dedication yeah whatever nothing that was self-centered at all no it was all like very religious based like it was everywhere imagine not you, an inch not an inch not taken imagine out. if you took an applebee's you took all the fucking bullshit that they hang on the walls they condense it into a room that's eight feet by eight yeah, feet it wasn't a big place and yeah and he sold it he sold the shit but I don't I, know. I couldn't tell if it was someone who worked there, like someone who went there. I didn't get what that I think was. It was his, but now he's he's got to catch up with the times, and he uh, painted it. And I think either that or the chick may have. Maybe the old man died. No, she, old man. You've uh, seen him. Uh, he's still in there. Yeah. You've seen him. Uh, he answered the phone when I called. That guy's cantankerous. You got to watch out. Depending on his mood. Here's the thing, though. Uh, I had an ex girlfriend that went in there, and he was like waiting on her hand and foot. Gave oh. her free shit, everything. So that makes sense. He loves the pussy. So he, he knows that we're after the niece yeah i think he's i think he, dude he knows. Uh, in his defense we did stare at those titties for how 10 could, years how could you not i mean they were huge they were the, some of the biggest natural bombers that you could see cute girl gigantic tits and she had the the crazy body of like a fairly thin waist like she wasn't yeah. fat at all it was the anomaly of like uh, you every now and then you see that anomaly you're like how did that happen yeah you just see bombers on a, a small body and it's just fascinating but also stimulating. <laughs> it's more stimulating than fascinating. <laughs> it's titillating. Yeah, well, he knew what we were doing. He knew what we were up to, and that's why he, he shunned us. I gotta, I'll gotta. i bring it back to the why, and then we'll get out of here. I have two pieces of business, this and then right. one other. Uh, the, so you know how I go from the locker room? You have to go through the hallway to the pool? Yeah. So let's just say uh, the hallway was leaking sewage. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because there's like... What are you doing? I've never been to a Y that's had as many technical problems as this Y ever. It's old. It, it fucking, they were having mob meetings there in the 30s. I think I saw Bugsy Siegel's old Merkin come up through the fucking... So they Dude, have you probably saw, saw a, a piece of his duty floating across the hallway. Dude, so they have drains that, you know, because people walking yeah. wet in the floor. Yeah. And there wasn't a ton oh. of liquid, but there's a guy with like a fucking throw up. squeegee. And I'm trying to high step it because I'm wearing sandals. Dude, it stinks in this. Fu- I don't know. I'm assuming it's it's water coming from pipes. Yeah, it's old shitty uh, shower water and piss. Dude, and it's stunk. probably some guy takes a dump in there and crams it into the fucking it's drain. Dunk in there, dude. I wasn't happy Whoa. about that. Dude, you're lucky it didn't like shoot out, spray all over the place. On the way back, though, I did. I, I got into that. Oh. I put on the shark bathing cap and did a slip and slide through it just for fun times. I would never <laughs> return to that place. They're not cleaning that properly. Oh, I'm going back next week. Fuck. Dude, they just dump bleach on it, hoping that it kills all the 
STDs that's Dude, in there. Dude, if I had a toilet overflowed in my house right here, I would move the next day. Really? Yeah. I'm done. This place is tainted. It's over Would with. you just burn it? Do you remember when that guy replaced my toilet yeah. a couple weeks ago? If he had dripped any toilet water onto my carpet. How do you know he didn't? Because I watched him. In there the whole time? I saw him. He put it on a towel and he put a bag under it. And Did you have a nanny that. cam? And No, because I, I asked him how he was going to deal with this. And then I saw him and I helped him open the door and we carried it out. He was orderly. I was here for some of that. But if he had dripped toilet water on here, I would have burned this place to the ground. What if and he drank moved, toilet water? Started over with a new identity. What if he drank the toilet water in front of you? <laughs> I'm fine with that. Personal <laughs> choice. doesn't affect me. <laughs> toilet water. I got to get uh, next episode. Hopefully I remember. I got to do a Danish dating debacle because I have some things <laughs> to report. Why don't you just write it? You have a show notes. Yeah, no, I will right now. And then last shout out, I want to give to Mary from, uh, I forget her, I could look it up, but it's- uh, She knows who you're talking to. It's Mary, I think Mary, or something, her Twitter's like some Mary from Hermosa or something, or oh, Hermosa Mary. close by. She comes to the comedy store, she's the one I told you about, she's been there six times in the last three oh, weeks. Yeah. She's an avid listener of the Danish and O'Neill podcast. Wow. Has she seen us perform? She wrote a personal apology to us last night on Twitter. Sorry to us and Brenton Biddlecombe. I have to leave early. She was there last night. Oh, and I she said missed apo- a good set. I said apologize to yourself because you're missing the time of your life. Yeah. It was a good set, it was Mary. A good set. People you missed in out. Yeah. You better have a good excuse for leaving. We were on at 12.15. It's not that late. But I'll give her this. She, I, I've looked at her Twitter. Uh, very support, Obviously very supportive of live comedy, which we appreciate. Very supportive of podcasts as well. This is ours. Only, only going to the comedy store twice a week. For <laughs> <three> week. <laughs> I mean, she literally knows like from Hermosa. She said uh, the, Got- bo- the booth guy, gave, I think, either recognized her or greeted her by first name. Said her husband was butthurt that he did not get the same treatment. At some point, they should just let her in. For yeah, just no give cover. free drinks. Hey, if you're coming to see Daniel O'Neill, we'll put you on a list. <laughs> no <laughs> guarantees that it's going to be anybody laugh the time we go up. Hit up O'Neill for, to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Hit up Jeff at Jeff. Jeff sw- at Earthling. Jeff the ass swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff the shark cap at raw sewage. <laughs> <laughs> YMCA. I'm swimming in raw sewage. Dot and I Bell. Love it. Dot com. Uh, I think that that wraps up episode 17 of another titter related. Titter done. Titter related. We talked farts. We talked tits. We talked raw sewage. Pizza nips. Sausage nips. Dog dick nips. Pepperoni nips. Uh, by the, the way, village. that set last night was just turned into like a filth fest. But it, they loved it. Yeah, that was a for the amount of people in there. That was an it's electric good. crowd. It's weird though. I there Anytime was a, there, there were people some at that people that were anti. Uh, remember those people in the dark on the left? Who cares? They were about anti. Them. It I don't, what matter. was that guy? I wanted to. He was heckling us a bit. Then yeah, he dropped no, off. But then it was like we. It, we you can't heckle two guys. By the way. He dropped off because he knew he was beaten. Bad enough to heckle one of us. You're going to heckle both of us? He knew he was beaten, so he dropped off. That one, he's like, what was that line? He he gave, we, we both, we were filming something. If you looked at our Instagram page, Danish and O'Neill, you saw we both had mustaches. Oh, yeah. And we performed with both having mustaches. And we said something like, uh, I, think we, I forget what it was. We said something, and he's like, 
Like we said, like, oh, we're not gay or something. And he's like, I don't know, those mustaches. But then didn't even finish the thought, and we just shit all over the guy. <laughs> he was hoping there would be a gem at the end of that, he but his braid had let him down. Yeah, he just ended with again. a dot, 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 because he was like, uh, I got nothing. You piece your imagination of, of what I was going to say will be better than what I was going to actually say. Two guys with mics, especially us, who we don't shy away from that. Yeah. You may, may want to rethink it next time, pal. You keeping that stash? Uh, I don't know. Maybe for a week. I was I was going to keep mine. I was supposed to meet a chick tonight, and I was like, should I shave it? And I was like, fuck it, I'm not going to. Yeah. But I canceled on the chick anyway. I was going to keep mine, um, but uh, I have to go to an engagement party, and uh girlfriend wasn't that sexually attracted to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the problem with me is I'm single, so like, uh, it's not the best look, I don't think, in terms of getting chicks. I think I would do it, though. Uh, I would do. I would keep it. To, for it's a good look uh for yeah. film and stuff yeah it looks good. yeah it's definitely comedic people who liked it comedy store it's always guys women don't like mustaches no guys find them amusing because <laughs> yeah, they're like more pussy for me because you fuckers <laughs> yeah. wear like, Let me have an idiotic mustache on if anybody out there has a mustache take a picture of it and send it to us why not and by the way we were not supporting movember nope I, this I was just coincidence i don't support groups and situation months just seems weird to me that like i get i mean i I think it's good if you can start a conversation about something that's bad like prostate cancer but to me like i don't has anyone ever gone out and gotten checked because of it i don't know Uh to me it's just become an event yeah and it competes with like breast cancer like oh we're pink and and i again i think research and all that but that's fine but it's just odd that like when pr firms get it just seems odd but as far as men's problems go i don't really support any of the groups I mean, I check my my own prostate regularly. <laughs> I check mine with a <laughs> with a chopstick, and I've actually been wearing uh, electrical tape on my dick. And I that guy's onto something. Hey, <laughs> you, you pass him. You should shower. Maybe next. he's taping. Hey, you tape your dick too. Think he's taping the boner down, like somehow. <laughs> what are you out of your mind? <laughs> I'm just. I, I don't know. It? What does he have? Like a plug in his asshole that he hooks to the tape on his dick to keep his boner down? Think he broke his dick? Fucking. <laughs> Is it a cast? I don't know. I, dicks work. What could it be? I don't know. I'll, my uncle's a urologist and a piece of shit, so maybe I'll ask him. Call him. <laughs> Fucking all of my uncles are pieces of shit. Well, Dr. Oh, my O'Neill. Dad said, You're my from a family of Dr. O'Neill's. Yeah, and they're all pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you come from a fine heritage. <laughs> I've been the Danish, everybody. And this is O'Neill. Leave us a five-star review. Text rate, t- uh, five-star rating with a text review. Jack Bearcat's doing it. You can do it, too. I'm the Danish. I'm O'Neill, and have a great, wonderful week. Goodbye.